Welcome to your weekly dose of alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy, if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, after a 20-year career as a top Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. This one empowering pivot has led me to the top of my network marketing company, graduating as a nutritional therapy practitioner, and helping thousands of women make changes with their health, mindset, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and tangible pieces of information that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, you guys, welcome back to In Total Alignment. And I have an awesome guest. We have just met and I knew we would get along so well. She just, everything she talks about resonates with me so much. I'm excited to welcome Tracy Plushcourt, who is a solutions coach, which I think that is pretty cool. She's the founder of the Self-Made You and the host of Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, which helps men and women achieve their goals and solve all their problems fast by developing self-control, which I think is so important. Thank you, Tracy, for being here today. And I'd love for you just to you know, introduce yourself and just kind of share with everyone how you became a solutions coach. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, Self-made you was truly birthed from a deep desire of like trying to understand myself, trying to think of myself in a better way than being a problem or broken. Um, I personally struggled with overeating and over drinking. Um, you could probably layer on a whole lot of other overings, like overworking, overspending, <laughs> and all of those things had me believing that I was broken, you know, that I was a problem that needed to be fixed. And I was so tired of feeling that way. And I became a life coach and really put together a system um, that creates a sense of self-control that has you not only overcoming challenges, solving problems, but also going on to achieve things that you never thought possible. And it kind of, I know when I try to step back and hear that objectively, I think that sounds way too good to be true. But I am, I do kind of consider myself a lifelong learner, but I also consider myself a slow learner. So I've created frameworks and very simple, you know, one next best step after the other as a means of getting what it is that you want, whether that is overcoming a, an obstacle, a challenge, a problem, or if it's going after these bigger goals. And so it's really a way of operating your life that has created a sense of self-control for myself. <laughs> I am my first and best student. Um, I then now think of myself as like a student teacher and I've gone on to coach thousands of other people who have 
created a sense of self-control, they too now want to go out and teach other people how to do the same because it works so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so self-made you is really, you know, learning how to take responsibility for all of your results, whether they're unintentional or intentional, recognizing that, you know, you are the person that creates your experiences and how do you move forward from that? You know, whether it's an experience you want to have, or it's an experience that you would rather not have, you're still responsible. You're still actually creating all of your experiences. They're being birthed from a thought. And so we teach you how to think intentionally, which I believe most of us get all the way through our educational system without being taught. Like, we're taught what to think in school, but we're not taught how to think. So yeah, my brainchild was, you know what? I'm going to create a school, a way of operating. It's going to be the one thing I teach is how to operate your life with self-control and really kind of, you know, fill in that gap that I think formal education kind of leaves. And so um it became very clear for me recently when both of my kids graduated from college and didn't actually know how to solve a problem or achieve a goal they you know would sit and like overthink it and kind of spin out in frustration and overwhelm and anxiety and i was like you know there's got to be a very simple system that starts with yourself. It doesn't include a whole lot of outside resources. It includes learning how to tap into things that are available to you. You just have to be taught how to do that. And so that's what we do at Self Made You. We teach a very simple system that creates self-control that you can apply to any subject, any topic um, that you, you know, come across in your life. I love it. I, I, it really resonates with me. And I've told this story, I swear on every podcast, because I think I attract people that are teaching the world how to discover their own thoughts. I think I swear that's all my, like, because it really encompasses everything in your life. And I share with people all the time that I specifically the remember about six years ago, the moment I realized I actually have control over what is going on up here. And Mm -hmm. it's embarrassing to think that I was in my 40s before I actually realized I can be thinking something and I actually can change that thought, which will Mm -hmm. lead me in a whole different direction instead of just like you said, we've been told how to think our whole lives we've our parents have told us that society has told us our teachers and we we grew up i think it's just part of our um maybe the generation that we are out of respect i think for me out of respect for my elders as my dad yeah. would have said you yeah. do what you're told you're you, do, you you don't question things you just go go with it and mm-hmm. as i kind of progressed in my own journey, I realized, wait a second, just because my dad said that doesn't mean I have to believe it. Like, I actually don't believe that at all. Um, So it's really, it's really interesting. Something I say to my daughter all the time is, what's your brain saying right now? 
What's your brain thinking right now? Cause I want her, she's only 12. And I started doing that several years ago. I want her to understand that there, there is something happening up here in her own head. And yeah. a lot of times what she comes out with, especially when she was younger, she would come out with like the rudest thing, but she was just being honest. Like she was right. just saying exactly what her brain was saying to her, yeah. even though she wasn't saying it out loud. Cause I wanted her, I want her to be aware that she has thoughts and she can direct them in a certain way. Yeah. So I love this. Yeah. Now I want to, I want to take you back to your gap because you said I was broken. I was broken in all the areas. And then I became a life coach. And yeah. I know that there's a <laughs> lot of steps. Because <laughs> yeah. my audience, my audience is like, wait a second, what? Like, yeah, okay, I feel broken. Not, what am I supposed to do in between? So right. would right. you would you either share like, okay, what did you what were the steps for you? Or what are the steps for these yeah. women that are hearing that? with their weight or their alcohol or their spending or they're depressed, like they're broken in some area, maybe all, mm -hmm. what are some steps that they could take away from your Yeah. Life? So you had said, you know, questioning. So you said we were taught like how, or we weren't taught how to think we were actually taught what to think, right? Yeah. Like we read all the books or even in, um, you know, even from our mom and dad, we're literally taught what to think. I think you are doing a beautiful job of like breaking that cycle. You're teaching your daughter how to think. You're teaching your daughter to question her thinking, to not identify as her thoughts, that she can actually watch her thoughts and kind of report back to you what it is that her brain, probably her fear-based primitive brain, is offering her. And so it really does start with awareness of what it is you're thinking, or for me, I'm, I can become more aware much more quickly at how I'm feeling versus what it is that I'm thinking. And so it's usually one or the other. Um, so I, at that time I was very acutely aware of the brokenness, the kind of, um, this sense of unworthiness, um, frustration and overwhelm, like it just became a part of me. I woke up every morning feeling that way. A lot of guilt and a lot of shame were associated with the over drinking, the overeating, the overworking that I was doing. And so I couldn't change from that place. I couldn't create any sort of different result from my for myself from this place of unworthiness. Like, and I finally came to that conclusion through a process of unnecessary suffering. Like I was suffering and then I was judging myself for the suffering. And so it just became this like perpetual, like groundhog's day. Every single day was living that same thing. And so I, at the time I had left a corporate uh, career, I decided that, you know, as much as I love what it is that I'm doing, I'm going to really kind of laser focus in on the parts of that job that I love the most. And that looked like mentoring people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really took a long time to decide 
how do I want to mentor people? What is the problem or who is the audience that I really want to speak to? And I knew immediately that audience looked a lot like me. It was that woman who was suffering unnecessarily. And so kind of the things that I had already, I was already able to bring to the table was this deep passion for mentoring, was the ability to teach people certain concepts, but I wasn't fully equipped with the right concepts to apply at the right time. So I decided, you know, life coaching has always been something that was interesting to me. So at that time I decided, you know what, I'm going to go get certified. So I went through a year long program, practicum, all of that kind of stuff to get certified so that I felt fully equipped and, you know, on any topic. And that really got me thinking about, okay, now how do I take these concepts and teach them in a way that is so simple? Because I have a little peanut brain. I tend to be a slow learner. I love to learn a lot about myself, but I need it to be broken down in a really like digestible way. So that became the goal. So I use self-made you as my platform to teach, to, to tell people, anybody who is feeling out of control in any area of your life, this is the one-stop shop because what it is that we do teach is a way of operating that creates self-control. And that's what we teach. And then we come alongside of you and we coach you on how to apply that system in the right way at the right time, like to get the results that you want. So if you want to apply it to a relationship um, with your significant other, we teach you how to apply that way of operating very specifically in that relationship with your significant other. We coach you in that direction so that you're constantly assessing and refining. So I picked the areas of topics like the um, relationships, health and wellness, over drinking, um, under earning, uh, entrepreneurship. I picked all of those topics or those subjects, because those are things that I have become an expert at. Those are the things that I've overcome or created in my life. So I can very confidently teach how to apply this system in those areas. And now we have a slew of coaches going through our program that are actually bringing forward a whole gamut of subjects that can have the same operating system applied to. So we've got um, step parenting. We have parenting of neurodivergent children. We have um, marriage, you know, so it's so amazing that we're able to kind of bring forward all sorts of subject matters that again, this one operating system can be applied to. So to answer your question, it came through, came to be because of my own unnecessary suffering. I was able to recognize the pain that I was in and I was able to question the thoughts that were creating that pain. So just like you're teaching your daughter to do, to kind of separate herself from the thinking that's going on is the biggest first step in the right direction. So we use the acronym SELF to teach the self-control operating system. And so the S stands for self-coaching, the art of asking yourself questions. 
So but, could you share with us what SELF stands for? Yes. So self-coaching is the S, the art mm-hmm. of asking yourself questions. Um, the better the question, the better the answer, right? So you learn how to ask yourself questions like, is that even true? It's a great question mm-hmm. to be asking about all of the thoughts that are running mm-hmm. through your head. The second is eliminating the saboteur narratives. We all have these judgmental, hypercritical, you know, hypervigilant thoughts running through our primitive brain. We need to be be aware of them first and foremost so that we can turn down the volume of them. The L is leveraging your prodigy brain strength. So you do have two parts of that three pound organ that exists between your ears. We have the primitive part, we have the prodigy part. The primitive part is has a purpose. It's meant to keep us alive. It's meant to operate on default. It's meant to be very knee jerk and reactive. So that's what keeps you breathing without having to think about it, right? Mm-hmm. So it has a purpose. But if it keeps you like running away from danger when there actually is no danger, it sabotages you. So those, you have to be aware of those saboteur thoughts that are coming from your primitive brain. But you can also, with the heightened sense of awareness and operating from your prodigy brain, you can see those thoughts for what they are, that they actually, you know, are coming from a primitive brain that is trying to keep you safe, but you're really not in any danger. That's a much better way of thinking about those thoughts versus I'm broken. I should know better. I'm never going to be able to change. Right. Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to operate from this other part of your brain, that prodigy part of your brain. When you're there, you can leverage certain strengths that look like empathy, Mm -hmm. uh, discovery, innovation, navigation. You can learn to activate in a very clean, concise, um, consistent way, but you can only do that from your prodigy brain. Mm -hmm. So we teach you how to tap into those strengths. And then finally, the F is forging intentional results. So what that looks like is using best practices. You know, we're not teaching people how to recreate the wheel, but what we are teaching them to do is to tap into best practices, but noticing that that is the fourth and final step. We are not saying, here's a checklist of best practices to heal the relationship with your significant other and go on your way. No, we teach you to question the thoughts that have gotten you the relationship that you're having. We teach you how to eliminate those saboteur narratives that are having you feel defeated, frustrated, overwhelmed. We teach you how to leverage strengths like empathy and discovery, understanding what all the factors are that are involved in this experience before you take those best practices and put them into play. So it's a very um, specific um, step-by-step process that needs to be done in the right order. So S, self-coaching, E, eliminating the saboteur narratives, L, leveraging the prodigy brain strengths, and F is finally forging those intentional results. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about self-coaching. I feel like, I mean, ideally, Tracy, everyone that listens to this comes and works with you, and that would be fabulous, and that's what I always want for my guests, but the truth is, I think sometimes if we give them 
some actual tangible stuff that they can take away from listening to this today and they can start working themselves, then they're more apt to go investigate further. That's what I found in my business when I really kind of share something tangible. So would you be willing to share with me, let's say it is someone that's really struggling with their relationship with their significant other, and they're just stuck in that hamster wheel of like arguing, frustrating, resentment, rage, all the things. Um, There's no communication. It's like, it's broken. It's broken completely, but they, they actually want to work through it. How Mm -hmm. could they start with that first S that first self-coaching? What could they do on their own? Like, what does that look like? As I know, we give these steps and these beautiful systems, but I know my brain, when I hear systems like that, I, it's almost like I shut down. I'm like, I don't get it. So I just won't do it. Um, So what does self-coaching really mean? And what does it like look like to actually do? Yeah. It's really, the objective is to better understand where these feelings that are driving your behaviors, where they're even coming from, right? Mm -hmm. Because most people think that they are feeling bad because of a circumstance. They think they're feeling bad because of the argument that they just had with their husband, right? That's, they Mm -hmm. think that the argument or the husband is to blame and they actually aren't. Yeah. (laughs) That would be so easy. Tracy. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's what most people do. And instead of taking on the responsibility that you actually can change the way you feel, because the only reason why we even want to have a happy marriage or a great relationship with our significant other is so that we feel content, so that we feel satisfied. So the only reason why you ever want anything, new house, new car, more money, new job, is because you want to feel something, period. It always boils down to that. Totally. So if you can take responsibility or take credit or own why it is that you're feeling the way you're feeling, whether it's good or bad, now you actually recognize, okay, well, what's creating a feeling? It's the thought that I'm thinking about the circumstance. A circumstance, whether it's a person or an event or a dollar amount, cannot make you feel anything. They just are, right? It's the thoughts that we have about that circumstance that actually generates a feeling. And it's a feeling that is responsible for all of our behaviors. It drives a hundred percent of our behaviors. So if you start to look at it, the sequence of events in that way, it all goes back to what it is that we are either unintentional, unintentionally thinking or intentionally thinking. And so that unintentional thinking comes from that primitive brain that has been utilized pretty much our entire life. Like you said, oh my gosh, I was 40 something years old before I realized that my thoughts are what creates my feelings, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Most of us were never taught that. So it's like, I want to intercept younger people right now and teach them how much control Mm -hmm. they actually have over their life's experience. We experience life 
through our feelings. So again, you actually have control over Mm -hmm. creating every experience in your life. So self-coaching is, could, it's just the art of asking yourself questions. So it could be a question as simple as how am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling that way? Those are the two most powerful questions you could ask yourself. And what takes away the power from them is if you don't answer it. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, it seems so complicated. It's not complicated. It's asking yourself, how do I feel right now? Answer it. I'm feeling stressed out. Okay. Why am I feeling that way? The answer to that is the thought, is the belief. And you might have to kind of pry a little bit because you might get a surface level answer. You know, it's raining outside. Well, why is that a problem? Right. right? Like it it will come down to, you know, I had an expectation that I was going to be able to go out for a walk today. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a problem? Right. So mm-hmm. it really, the art of asking yourself questions sounds complicated, but it really isn't. It's like, it's yeah. these questions don't have to be anything poetic and they definitely don't have to be anything, you know, I don't know, philosophical. It's, these are very simple questions to be asking yourself. Yeah. So your listeners, where to start, I would say, look at your calendar, find the white space on your calendar, find any open five minutes on your calendar and book that five minutes out. And all you have to do is title it, ask yourself how you're feeling and why. And if you could do that three times a day, it is the most powerful awareness you'll ever have because you will quickly realize, oh my God, I thought I was feeling frustrated because of the argument that my husband and I had this morning. And it's not that I'm feeling frustrated because I'm believing that I'm broken or I don't know how to communicate or that he doesn't love me anymore. Those are the thoughts that are responsible for the feeling. It's not the circumstance. And that is so powerful because Thinking is a hundred percent within your control. There is a better feeling thought, no matter what the subject is. Yeah. And why does that matter? Because it's your feelings that drive your behaviors. Have you showing up, creating that next step of the life experience that you're having? So I'm a very visual person. So I use kind of a mind math formula to mm-hmm. teach mm-hmm. these concepts. Um Otherwise, I think it does get, it can very easily get convoluted, but I also, I also lean very heavily into the Mm S-E-L-F, self-coaching, asking yourself those questions, recognizing what those saboteur narratives are and working to turn down the volume of them. Um, Tapping into empathy for yourself that you do have a human brain that is going to run on autopilot. It is going to, um, by default, offer you a lot of dramatic fear-based thoughts, thinking that you're in danger when you're really not. That's all that's going on. So that level of understanding will create empathy for yourself. If you are a woman in your 40s struggling with low energy and frustrating weight gain, you may be stuck in the third transitional trap. Here's what happens when you are stuck in this trap. What used to work for weight loss doesn't work anymore. 
you become increasingly more confused by all the different things you hear about balancing your hormones. You see an increase in lower belly fat, you feel increased anxiety and overwhelm, and you can't sleep through the night. And worst of all, your clothes feel like they're getting tighter and tighter by the day. And if you are experiencing these problems, you are most likely making these mistakes. You're trying to cut calories, you're exercising more than you ever were previously, you're stressing out, even bringing yourself to tears because nothing's working, and you're Googling how to balance my hormones and getting so confused. And if you are making these mistakes, I am willing to bet you are trying all of these things buying pills, powders, and supplements, promising to balance your hormones, fix your gut health, and lower your weight, counting calories and freaking out if you are over 1500, doing zone three cardio, and relying on caffeine to curb your hunger. Listen, I get it. I have done all of these things and more. I have felt that frustration. I have felt my clothes getting tighter every single day. And then I hit a breaking point. I had to figure this out for myself. And I did. I figured it out. I went back to school. I've read the books. I've created the courses and programs that are going to help you because there is hope. I have helped so many women now who have felt exactly like you turn this third transition around with my one-on-one -on -one nutritional assessment coaching program. Make sure you email me or message me on Facebook to see if you are someone that could use my help. Go to It's Michelle File on Instagram, Michelle File on Facebook, or email me at hello at michellefile.com and let's figure out if this might be a good fit. For me, the way I help women is becoming aware. I think we're running around doing life and so many women have not slowed down enough to actually be aware that there's this running feeling. I mean, this was me. I had this running feeling around my heart every time things just weren't perfect in my way, in, in my way of thinking. Yeah. And then I started to recognize that that feeling was always pushed by some some sort of trigger thought. And then mm -hmm. I can take it back to the consequence. I'm kind of assuming that you maybe took life coach school with Brooke Castillo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love her. I, I mean, I was starting to <laughs> I hear all the words and like yeah. the model, which yeah. I think that that whole theory is magic. And is. I never, I never did her certification, but I was in her self self coaching, coaching scholars. scholars. Yeah. I yeah. was in that yeah. for a while. And yeah, it is very, very, very good. It really, that is when I realized I was like, oh my God, I have control over all of this. Like, holy yeah. crap. And it yeah. is an awareness. It's, and I, I love how you said, just pencil it in. Like for me, that's every morning when I sit down to my journal, the question I ask myself is how are you feeling? And I've actually gone on, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Julia Cameron, the artist's way. So basically oh, yes, her yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So I do three pages 
like these pages of journaling every morning. And it starts out with, how are you feeling? And some days my answer is, well, I'm annoyed that I'm making myself write these three pages. But as I keep going, everything gets laid out on paper. And then I can actually look at it and say, okay, like, does this make sense? That should that actually, and it, it's just this piece of awareness about what is going on in here up here. And if you don't allow yourself to stop and really think about it, you are going to end up broken because you're just letting yourself run on autopilot. And I don't believe that's how we're supposed to run anymore. Our lives are too stressful just to continue on this fear-based high stress life. We need to allow ourselves to slow down and process this stuff. And I love how you're you're breaking it up into these steps that'll really help women prioritize. And and mm-hmm. I, I bet you have women finding new careers and finding new pieces of joy in their life because they've actually slowed down. Yeah, we have a self-made mind and body program that really helps people lose weight and become more metabolically fit, which, mm-hmm. you know, when you really focus on your metabolic health, you're talking more about longevity and reducing the risk of chronic illness and disease. And it's fascinating. So we ran that program back in 2020, like January of 2020. I would say 90% of the people that went through that program are still with us today. They have gone on to create new careers, heal relationships, you know, grow their income because they've learned how to master this, you know, way of operating. And um, a lot of people that are struggling with a challenge in their life, they are undoubtedly suffering, but they're layering on top of that suffering so much judgment And what I want those people to hear me say is it is not your fault. You are not broken. You just have not been taught how to think differently. You're thinking that you are broken. And that is a very dramatic lie coming from your primitive brain. So we will teach you how to think different. And it is like, In your words, it is like magic. You are liberated in a way that you may have never felt your entire life. And it does feel so freeing. You do feel like once you've been able to kind of overcome this one obstacle that has held you back your whole life, for me, it was overeating. And once I learned how to overcome that, then I applied the self-control operating system to over drinking, which I would have bet my, I would have bet everything that I would never, ever be able to overcome that. Mm-hmm. And to this day, and I, and I don't have any judgment on whether drinking alcohol yeah. is right or wrong. Just for me, it's not what I want to do anymore. And so I've just made that decision and I, but I did it through applying this sense of self-control. I operate yeah. in such a way that gives me the control. Alcohol doesn't have any control anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just been fascinating to kind of take a step back and look at the bigger picture and what was missing for every single person was a sense of self-control. They thought Mm -hmm. that it was the fault of the circumstance and it never was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I love, I love self-control. Like there's, there's actually sort of a negative thought process around control. Like, right. We, we think, Oh, like you even kind of hear that word. You're like, Oh, controlling. But does that mean I'm going to be controlling? That's not it. Like I I love to think of it as like self boundaries. I I actually can't stand the word boundaries on its own. I don't know that word just, it's so everyone's using it. It makes me irritated, but I am a big believer in, we need to harness our self boundaries. Like what are your self boundaries? What, what is okay for you? Not for everyone else. And it it has to be about you. And I think that's very similar self-control and, yeah. I think it's reliance really, is another way yeah, I think of saying it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I know something that I, I work in the health and wellness space. So healing hormones, balancing lifestyle, getting really nitty gritty into like nutrition and fitness and mindset. And something that I always tell women is it's not your fault. It's not like you are holding on to 20 pounds because you've just been sitting on the floor eating cookies. Cause I know you haven't been. So first of all, the first thing we have to work on before I am going to talk about supplements or exercise, or even fixing maybe those couple tweaks in your diet, it's, we have to lose the fact that you are blaming yourself and treating yourself like a just a piece of garbage because you think you've created this. You haven't. You know, we haven't been taught. We were never taught how to properly deal with this. We've been bombarded with processed foods. Literally the government has okayed things that are terrible for us. And we had no idea. So throw away the guilt. Like we, that's our first job because nothing good. I always say you can't heal yourself if you're mad at yourself. Like you can't right? Like you can't hate yourself healthy. That's what my yeah, little exactly. tagline is. And it, it's true. It's all about yeah, it how you're, how you're talking to yourself. So I think we're on the same page there. I think yeah. it's all very, very similar. Yeah. Okay. This was really great. Now, one last question. Let's talk about that primitive brain. Yeah. So like I said, it has a purpose. So, um, and it ain't going anywhere. So you have to recognize you know, that what its purpose is, it is to keep you alive. So it's very reactive. Um, It keeps all of your systems within your body, your nervous system, your cardiovascular system, um, your the breathing, it keeps all of that operating without you having to think about it, right? It's very like autopilot. So it also thinks that it needs to keep you alive. And so it's constantly offering you these fear-based thoughts, like Mm -hmm. I'd be doing it wrong or a lot of shoulds. Right. And so, you know, it sounds very dramatic and we have never been taught that that actually has that part of our brain is operating in a way that can sabotage us if we aren't actually in any danger. And so having that sense of awareness of what it sounds like, so you can be on the lookout for it. So you can just see it for what it is and work on not believing it, right? We think just because we have a thought, it's the truth. And most of the time, if it's fear-based, it's almost never true. It's just a very dramatic primitive brain thought. And so you can become aware of it and you can just simply excuse it or you can just allow it to be there. And you can operate with empathy 
for the fact that you, you know, have had so much messaging throughout your life. You've been bombarded, you know, and socialized with certain beliefs. You've been indoctrinated into certain beliefs. So you can have some empathy for yourself and you can also discover what else is also, you know, could be as true or more true. Um, what's true for you? Like when you said, I actually had to question some of those beliefs that mm -hmm. were handed down to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And nobody's been taught how to do that. But when you're operating from your prodigy brain, you have access to questioning, to discovering new ways of thinking of things. So, um, yeah, that primitive brain can be really sneaky, but I never want to like demonize it because it actually right. has a purpose. Right. And so, yeah. um, and I don't want to plant some sort of expectation that it's going to go away. I just want to make you aware of mm -hmm. what its purpose is so you can allow it to be there and strengthen, actively strengthen the prodigy part of your brain. It is a muscle. And so we're kind of using a muscle to kind of fight another mm -hmm. muscle. This primitive brain muscle has been overused your entire life. So it makes perfect sense that it's very strong and has very well established neural pathways. But, right. you know, the brain is thankfully it has neuroplasticity and we can actually recreate or replace those neural pathways with practice with, you know, just like you would be in a gym. So we want to really strengthen actively on purpose, our prodigy brain. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good explanation. Cause I think it's super important. People start understanding that and hearing it more Yeah, that that fear-based is often the one controlling your whole life. Yeah. And if that's the case, you're never, ever going to get to even the littlest goal. If you let right. that fear base, those fear-based thoughts always control the way you're thinking. So I think that was yeah. really, really great. Yeah. What and we have a image that, that really goes into better detail on the primitive prodigy parts of your brain on our website. So oh, I, cool. like I said, I'm very visual. So, yeah. um, taking a look at that might be helpful too, for your listeners. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That would be great. Now, where can my listeners find you? Where's a good place to sort of read more about your work and yeah. uh, get to know you a little bit better? Yeah. So selfmadeu.com. So S-E-L-F dash M-A-D-E. And then it's the letter U.com is kind of the one-stop shop. We have lots of free resources there. Um, we have an invitation to our weekly masterclass. Every single Friday, we offer a masterclass where we take a certain subject or a certain topic, whether it's, you know, relationship-based or it's productivity-based or it's health and wellness-based, and we apply the self-control operating system. So we're really teaching the self-control operating system and showing you very specifically how to apply it to that particular topic. So the website will kind of detail what masterclass, what the topic of that class happens to be. And you can sign up there. I will give your listeners um, or you for the show notes a 50% off coupon code. So it's normally $27. Um, I promise you it'll be the best $13.50 you've ever spent learning how <laughs> to operate with self-control mm -hmm. and then you know, applying it That's to amazing. anything in your life. So yeah, go to selfmadeyou.com and uh, you'll really have kind of fun awesome. perusing the site. Yeah. 
That's amazing. And we'll make sure that that's very clear in the show notes so people can just go click there and they can go over and find you. Okay. Last question that I like to ask everyone, do you have two to three books that you love recommending that have really helped you um, and you love sharing with others? Oh gosh. Well, I know it's hard to, it's hard to narrow down to two to three. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would say the gap in the game is, have you heard Yes. yes. So that is an excellent book. And since we were talking about <laughs> the gap earlier, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say um, I would start with that. It's a very quick read and yes. it gets you thinking um, through the perspective of, you know, do you look at, you know, the goal achievement journey as how far you have yet to go or how far you've come? Yeah. That's the difference yeah. between the gap and the game. Um so I love that book. Um, good to great is kind of an oldie, but goodie, you know, and especially for entrepreneurs, um, anything by Eckhart Tolle. I absolutely love Eckhart Tolle. So yeah, I could probably, yeah, those I, are good. My, yeah, my audible list <laughs> is just pages and pages and pages. So I, I do get a lot of family it, members asking me what's the, what's the latest and greatest <laughs> book. And I, it's really these oldies and goodies all these yeah. goodies that I almost always recommend. Yeah, I agree. It is a dangerous question for me to ask on my podcast because I immediately, if I haven't, and most of the time there's one book that everybody suggests that I haven't read yet. So I'm like, well, you can see there's just like a little collection of all my <laughs> yeah. books. It's crazy. And you. that's not even, not even counting my audible, but it's, I, I, I mean, reading and learning from people like you, it's changed my whole life in a very short time. Like in, in a nine year span is when I came into the online space and the coaching space and everything, everything about me is different because of it. So it's, it's really, really a significant, um, gift you can give yourself by working with people like you, Tracy, and, and even just going and perusing the website and you're going to pick up things. You might not feel ready to do a program right now, but it will give you leverage in your life and man, things can really turn around. Most importantly, people's happiness with themselves. And that's what we're always, always after. Anyways, thank you. This was so good. I I think it was really helpful. You gave some really great tangible stuff for people to take away, which is always my hope that we can share some, some things that they can implement right away to help them feel better. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing. And you guys make sure you go find Tracy and her website and uh, peruse all those freebies. That's where I'm going right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thank you you so much, Michelle. All right. I know you guys loved that one. It was powerful. I hope you are walking away with some value and inspiration and things you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much, and I'd really love it if you would subscribe to the show and also leave a review five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from the show and how it's helping you. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at it's Michelle file and Michelle Moore file on Facebook. I love when you guys send me messages, you tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.